0: Do you ever feel like your messaging just isn't landing with your ideal customer? And you're wondering, if only I could figure out what I truly want to say. Today on the podcast, I'm talking with Rachel Weaver, who is a genius when it comes to copy and human design. And this is the episode that we all need to hear in order for us to truly stand in our authority and market our words with ease.
1: You're listening to The Courage Cast, a show to equip and empower you to live bravely. Each week we'll share solo episodes and conversations with amazing people who have been willing to face their fear and pursue their purpose. With a blend of practical and spiritual advice, we'll help you take brave steps in your own life. Now here's your host, mindset and confidence coach, author, and your secret weapon.
0: Hello, friend. Welcome to the Courage Cast. I am so glad that you are here with me today. And I've got a really incredible episode for you. We're going to be talking with Rachel Weaver today all about how to write copy from our human design. And this is something that I have only recently been introduced to, and honestly, totally blowing my mind. Totally blowing my mind. And Rachel really helps us to understand the different parts of human design, as well as how we can use it within our marketing, specifically when it comes to what we're writing and how we're putting our words out into the world. And so you are going to absolutely get so much from this conversation. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Rachel Weaver. Rachel, thank you for joining me on The Courage Cast. I am so glad to be chatting with you today. Thanks. Uh, I can't wait to, for people to get to know you, honestly. Thank you for being here.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited for our conversation. I love, I just love talking, so.
0: <laughs> well, then you're in the right place. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like listening. <laughs> you know, it's it's funny. Um, the listeners may not know this, but in le- unless they've like watched my stories or even read some of my posts in Instagram, but we tried to record this episode about a week ago. And um, right in the middle of the episode, we were probably like 30 minutes into the conversation, I had this like overwhelming sense to stop the podcast recording. And and i asked you if that would be okay with you and you graciously said yes yeah. and um i was really overwhelmed it was yeah. me it was all me yeah and i've never done that before and i just want to thank you for coming back um even though you were rudely interrupted the first time
1: <laughs> not rudely at all um it was it, honestly I could feel that there was a difference in your voice from the first time we had talked the week before Mm -hmm. that. So I'm glad that you said something and I will never, ever like go against someone's intuition. If their intuition is telling them something, then, oh my gosh, like by all means, listen, let's re let's come back to this, revisit it later. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I wanted to bring that up because I think it's important to our conversation today because you are all about human design and mm-hmm. you do coffee and writing for people and uh, also just helping them understand a little bit more about how they can communicate through human design mm-hmm. knowing their own human design and i'm sure we'll get to that but a lot of that does revolve around energy and you know yeah. the energy that we're in and i had um, previously to our conversation had you know launched the 200th episode of of the podcast and then Two days later, Mm -hmm. put out an additional episode, which I never do, I never launch two episodes in a week. And I was really, really um, exhausted. My energy was very drained. I was coming from uh, a place that felt very depleted. Yeah, And I know when you're working with people, um, you probably talk a lot about the energy that they're in. Why is it important that people are in the right energy for them yeah. when they are doing things in their business in life. I think let's start. There. Yeah,
1: I, it's a great place to start.
0: I think when you have two
1: people doing the same actions and they don't get the same mm-hmm. results, right? We hear all the time like gurus are telling you do this, this, and this, and you can copy what they do verbatim, but not get the same result as them. Why? Mm-hmm. Because your energy isn't in alignment in that moment when you're doing those actions, there's like a head and heart coherence that needs to happen where your head is on board, your heart is on board, your desires, and you're actually moving towards something that you truly desire. Not just like ego want, ego, um, want desire, but yeah. you, what you truly, truly desire. And I think we get okay. lost in that. Um, but yeah, really understanding. I think the hardest part is understanding, and knowing what energy you're in, in the moment, because it isn't always blatantly obvious. Like sometimes it is when you're just crabby, right. Or you're just happy <laughs> and excited, right. Like those are the right. easy ones, but there's subtler differences too. When you're just doing your thing, you're just in your business, working on things and you don't necessarily realize the undertone of your energy. Um, and what you're putting out there, it could be an undertone of, frustration that like you've been writing these things and nobody's really posting but you got to post anyway like you really have to be cognizant and aware of what's going on in your head um cuz mm-hmm. that'll give you an idea of what your energy is doing
0: so if somebody you know like we talk about that you know that you know, feeling maybe an emotion that somebody might feel when they are about to put something out into the world, like, mm-hmm. you know, it could be a social media post, could be a podcast episode. Um, what, what should someone look for when they are about to do that? Yeah. Um, are there things that they can just even like start a starting point? Yeah.
1: I think the starting point is what is your intention with posting? What is your intention? Oh,
0: that's really good. Right. That's really <laughs> What is your
1: intention is your intention just to post because you feel like you need to post something that's Mm -hmm. not going to be the best energy is your intention because you are wanting to share what your offer is. Okay. Are you excited to share it? Or do you feel like, Oh, I don't have any clients lined up. I need to go post something because I need to get some clients booked in, right? Like, what is the intention behind the post from the get-go?
0: Yeah. So there's a lot of, you know, people who are, you know, at the beginning stages of their business who maybe don't, like you said, have a client that's lined up. And I think that they that's when you get into that spinning cycle of like, you know, I don't have anybody coming. So what would, what do you usually suggest to somebody who's in that position where maybe they're starting out and they're not seeing mm-hmm. people engage right away? And- yeah. What what do you say to that? Well, it's
1: honestly, it's like anybody that pivots in their business and where they change the message, you kind of, it takes a certain amount of time for people to catch up with you and realize what you're hmm. doing. So okay. you can feel like you're talking incessantly about something. You are so in your business that you're, the energy is intense that you're like, hey, this is what I'm offering. Right. You're it feels big to you but what you're actually putting out there is only like one or two posts here or there and not everybody sees it because um algorithms and whatever so what you're actually putting out there doesn't match what you think you're putting out there does that make sense like
0: yes. um
1: and so in the beginning yeah, you got to talk incessantly about what you do. <laughs> and yeah. when you pivot and you change your message a little bit, like I'm famous for this, I changed my message. I've pivoted I think like 3 or 4 times in the last 2 years. Um mm-hmm. and it, t- it you have to take a step back and really lay the foundation again and tell people what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And it takes them a few weeks to catch up with you incessantly talking about it and then they're like, "Oh, okay." Then you can back off a little bit. Then you have like what you call like you're known for something specific. Right. But you have to talk about it all the time in the beginning, the Mm -hmm. first little bit. Right. And in the energy of like, I'm just really excited to share that I can do this for you, that I can help you with this.
0: Now, is there ever a time that somebody can share out of uh, maybe a little bit of frustration or angst? Um,
1: And have it be a good thing. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sure there is, but I think ultimately the, the outcome you want is not in that energy. You, right. Like you can get people contacting you off of a post that you wrote when you were frustrated, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but are those your ideal clients? Mm. Maybe not. Maybe they're people that, um, maybe you were stuck in the pain of a frustration, right? So you put this post out there. And then the people you get coming to you from that post are stuck in frustration themselves and can't figure out how to get out. And yes, we help people through their frustration, but there's a difference between people that are ready to hear what you have to say and ready to, um, to work on that frustration and get out of it. Right. Versus people that are just stuck in the story and can't get out of it, no matter what you say.
0: Right. Okay. So, so I, I guess what I, what I'm understanding or hearing you say is like, if you're frustrated with something and you want to talk about that topic, mm-hmm. then it's probably a good, um, like, you know, take, you know, take that topic and kind of put it to the side for a little bit until your frustration eases and then talk about it from a place that you're in a better energy. Yeah. That would, um, bring a better br- a result, a better result that you know, yeah. then just out of frustration, is that? Yeah. And I think it still comes back to the intention
1: of why do you feel yeah. like you need to say this? What is yeah. the intent behind saying this?
0: Yeah. And if it- Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's like, for example, like, I just know the, like lately there's one particular person I follow. I will ob- obviously not tell who this person is. She's a coach. She makes a lot of money and she's been not well. Mm. And she talks about that a lot on her Instagram. Mm. And um, and then she's selling as she's talking about it. You know, I haven't been well and I'm selling, I'm selling, I'm selling. And for some reason, I, at the beginning when I first started following her, I was f- finding a lot of value out of what she had to offer. And then the more she was talking to me about not feeling well, mm. I tuned out. Yeah. Yeah, And I was like, oh, I don't know that I really want to work with you. Yeah. Is that kind of what you're talking about? Kind of. I
1: mean, you kind of, you can't go off of what other people do because number one, we may not be the best client for them. We may not be yeah. what the type of person they're trying to reach, right? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we are. and. Yeah. But you have to kind of look at what other people are doing and discern like, does this sit well with me? Do I, do I, am I attracted to this, or am mm-hmm. I not? Am I pulled away from it, right? And just trust your own judgment of the energy. Um, in in a way that it's they do whatever they want to do, and that's fine, right? Like there's no yeah. judgment or shame on what they do. It's just mm-hmm. that doesn't resonate with me. But what does resonate with me? How do I want my people? To feel when they're reading my stuff? What is the intent behind me helping them, right? If there's an intent of like, I need to make money, it's not going to go well.
0: <laughs> yeah. So somebody's not necessarily going to write that, but that comes through.
1: Yes. The intent okay. of needing to make money, that neediness comes through. Yeah. And
0: how does that come through? Like what? It's like, like, I'm so curious. I think it's more in just feeling, I think
1: people don't give enough credit to how they feel. So somebody may read a post. Okay. So say I write a post I'm like, gosh, I really need to make some money. Like I'm like, things are getting really serious around here. we got some bills to pay, but you know, I'm really worried about them. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to put out these posts. I've got it. I can sell this program. I know I can, I'm going to put it out there. And if you're intention and thought is I need to make money. It gives it a desperate energy in the post. So not, you could have, it literally could say the exact same thing, but with a different intent and different energy behind it. And it will reveal different results. That's what we're talking about.
0: Okay. So that's why Mm -hmm. it's important to do the work, the inner work.
1: Yeah. 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 Because you can, it can literally say the same thing, but it has a different Mm -hmm. energy behind it and it will attract different people. And I think when your intent is to truly help people and to truly just give your service, Mm -hmm. then I feel like the universe lines up behind you and was like, all right, let's do this. And it'll help you with the algorithm. Like they're getting it out and in front of the people that need to see it, it, the universe will help you and support you in doing that. But if your intent is more, scarcity, and I need to make money, and I need to make this business work, then the universe is behind that too. But it's going to deliver it to people that are in that same frame of mind. And those are not the best clients to have. Those are the refund seekers.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I have two, two friends that come to mind that are both amazing, and both that operate at a very different energy frequencies, like in the sense of like, how their personality comes across. Mm -hmm. And one's very calm and very peaceful. And the other one's a little bit more like, you know, hard hitting, mm-hmm. you know, doesn't take any, you know, shit off anybody. Yeah. And I'm equally drawn to them. Yeah. For what they do. One does a completely different thing than the other person. Yeah. Um, but it's so interesting because, you know, like it's not about the personality, right? Like it's not about your personality. It's about the energy. Exactly.
1: Yeah. You can be soft spoken and introverted, um, and just softer, right? Like you're not that bold in your face kind of person with beautiful energy behind you with an intent of just to share your gifts. And you will be just as successful as somebody that is bold in your face, doesn't take shit. And if long as their intent is again, just to serve what their, what they, their gifts are. And yeah. yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter what your personality is. the Your personality is amplified by the energy
0: behind it. Oh, that's good. Wow. That's good. yeah Your personality is amplified by the energy behind it. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. That's really good. <laughs> um, I'm thinking about you know you just even you know the past how maybe i operated or shared my my voice or my story and for many many years probably was afraid to be who i truly was mm-hmm. and i think there are these um sides of me that i feel are more um approachable yeah so it's like, it's easy to put out the side of you that feels approachable and then the side of you that is a little bit like um, more intense, mm-hmm. I would say. So the side of me that was more intense, I wanted to kind of like rein that in mm-hmm. because I was so afraid of that intensity mm-hmm. being off-putting mm-hmm. that I only allowed my the part of my personality that is going to be like approachable Yeah, and spent a lot And but now that I'm thinking about that, And it's like, I never really allowed the intense part of me come through with the right intention.
1: Mm. Yeah. I just held it back. Yeah.
0: So I just stopped it completely. So never really being as truly authentic as I could because I thought, oh, that is going to put people off me Mm -hmm. when really, if my intention is in integrity, Mm -hmm. as I hear you saying, yep. then it's going to attract the people who need to hear it Mm -hmm. anyways. Because it's not necessarily how I'm saying it. It's about the intention and the energy that's behind why I'm saying it. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. We all have like multiple voices within us. I myself, like I played a lot when I had a photography business. I was either like really sassy and kind of Cocky, almost to being yeah. very fla- flowery and poetic, and da, da, da,
0: like two very yeah. different. <laughs> and it's so funny because I can see both out of you. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like this is what my clients see, and this this is what my friend group sees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and like, could you marry the two? Yes. Like, can you marry the two in business? You can
1: marry the two. And again, it comes always back to intention. For me, the sassy, cocky one came out when I was feeling scared Mm -hmm. and not in control. That's when the sassy girl came out. The flowery girl came in when she was like, yeah, that's good. It's like peace, love from the 70s. Like, yeah, we're all good. Um, so it was, it was how I was feeling. The mood that I was in depended on the Mm -hmm. voice that came out. So I had a lot of work to do to figure out like what, (laughs) what was going on there. Um, but mostly, yeah, you can bring the two together, um, and understand that they're all part of you and they get to have a voice but you get to decide like ultimately in what energy am I going to deliver this voice?
0: Mm -hmm. Today I was working on a launch plan for one of the groups that I'm going to offer in the spring. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to make a decision between launching it soon Mm -hmm. or a month later, like 30 days later. It was either going to be now or later. Mm -hmm. And Uh, I had a video of kind of a launch strategy that I was going to rewatch and it's really good. But as I was watching it and I was writing things down and I was like thinking to myself, this is really, really good, but it doesn't feel like it's where I'm at. Mm. So I turned the video off and I turned some music on and I just started to sit there and I'm like, Okay, I'm gonna tune into my own intuition here. Like what is my intuition telling me? Yeah. You know, do I need to launch it now? Do I need to launch it right? right? I guess the question is right now. Yeah. Like not, you know. And um I was like, no. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I mean financially, yes, you're like obviously like the sooner the better you launch Mm -hmm. something, right? Mm -hmm. Like they say take messy action. But in the same way, I was like, no, that doesn't feel in integrity with where I'm at and what, what I want to put out. I want to put out something that feels really aligned. Mm-hmm. And and so as I was doing that, I was like, I, I stopped doing the planning process and I just kind of decided to dial it back and like go and clean, mm-hmm. do some other things and just allow myself to settle a bit so that I could get the download of what it was that needed to come through. Yeah. Um, when you're doing, you know, uh, launching or any kind of sales mm-hmm. pages or anything like how, how do you want to be when you're in that process
1: for myself or for clients
0: either or, or both
1: um, for myself. And I know what I've really learned this last year is that, there is a dance between taking messy action and listening to your intuition. Right. And it comes back to, are you willing to step fully into yourself and who you're becoming? Because every time that I've held back or I felt like, no, now's not the good time is because I wasn't ready to step into fully who I am. And for whatever reason, right. Like you, Mm -hmm. um, and you can unpack that. And now and that I see that, when I come to a spot where I'm like, well, why don't I wanna do this? Like, why, why do I need to hold back? And it's usually because I'm like, no, I'm I'm holding my own self back because I'm not ready to step into who I am. And then then it's asking, well, what do I need to step into this? What do I need to feel supported and that I can step into this? Um, and then usually everything kind of, the dominoes all fall into place. For clients, it's really sussing out understanding where are they at right now with their message? Where do they want Mm -hmm. to go and why are they not stepping into it right now? What's holding them back? What's scaring them and giving them Mm -hmm. anxiety that if they step into that full version that they know is there, right? It's almost like you're on the end of a dock and life as usual is behind you and you can see um, a glimmer of what's possible out there in the water, but it's fogged over and you have, you can put one foot in the boat and one foot on the dock. And it's super wobbly. You're like wobbling back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Right. And the fog is kind of there, but then it clears and it comes back and and you're just in this like ah, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth energy. But the second you commit and jump in that boat, the boat settles. And you can sail out, and the fog clears, right? Mm. So it's understanding: Are you on that dock right now, where you're just like, yeah. "I can't, <laughs> oh, I'm scared"? Yeah. Um, or are you are you legitimately waiting for a download? I think honestly, the universe will give you a download the second you are ready for it. So yeah. if the download's not there, then what's missed? Like, what are you not stepping into?
0: That's good. That's really good advice. When I was, I I think that I can, I can apply that in my own life, even just thinking about, um, I, I've been putting off launching. Mm -hmm. Um, but today I was, today felt like the first day that I'm like, no, I feel, I feel like I could do this. Yeah. 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 Like, like, like you said, I didn't have words for it. Like stepping into that version of myself that embodied, Mm -hmm that yeah um instead of feeling I think before there was a part of me that was like knew I wasn't there Mm. I was you know Mm -hmm. and so it was like okay I better not do it because not I better not do but that's just how it felt like yeah that was the the dialogue in my mind but um you know is this different for different types in human design like we haven't really like chatted about that but yeah uh, there are different types yes. i don't know much about human design yes but, um what does that mean when you're you're actually working with human design and your messaging both so
1: when i'm looking at someone's chart i can tell what's likely to hold them back and make them not want to commit or be scared to commit um mm-hmm. and that's the openness the white part of your chart right Mm -hmm. And when we can step more into the defined areas in our chart, those wobbles become less, they become easier to go, okay, I see what's happening here, but you Mm -hmm. have to be in your energy where the white parts, you are conditioned by the world around you. So if you have, um, in open head and open Ajna, the two at the top, like you can overthink Mm -hmm. things all the time. You identify, yeah. And then you identify with those thoughts. You're like, well, if I'm thinking this, then I must not be ready, right? Mm -hmm. And that's not the case at all. It's just your head doesn't have anything, a way to process that information in a consistent way. So it kind of goes haywire until you Mm -hmm. see what's happening and then you can rein it in. Yeah. Um. And I've also seen where defined areas to find channels to your throat can be shut down with conditioning as well. So, um, like if you have a channel from your, the will center to the throat, it's very much, I want, this is what I desire. It's very, it's ego, but it's ego from a higher place. Um, but it comes off in our world being very ego driven. Like you are very determined to have what you want. Mm -hmm. Right. If you grow up in a household that doesn't allow you to express that and it's like what you want doesn't matter and you, it gets shut down. And then as an adult, they want to talk about what they want, but they can't, they just feel like there's just so much there that it's blocked. Right. And so it's clearing that channel and understanding that, no, you are meant to talk about this and you can do it in a way that is fully in alignment with yourself and um everyone around you so it's it's looking at a person's chart it's more than just your type this is like looking at the nuances of your chart and understanding how the energy flows through your chart and up and out your throat
0: okay which i find fascinating i have no idea what any of that means um (laughs) (laughs) Okay. <laughs> although, although like I know I've s- downloaded my chart yeah. I even sent my chart to you I've, yeah. I've had another friend look at my chart and explain a few things to me um but I just see a lot of like l- these little things and I'm like I don't know what any of this means mm-hmm. and I know of the, you know but that's why it's important to have somebody who knows how to read it yeah yeah,
1: um, yeah. and obviously. understand <laughs> how it yeah. all works together um to communicate yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. How is it? What is, what is the premise of human design? It's, um, it's pulling different things together. So it's like astrology, I
1: Ching, the chakra system It's pulling all these different things together and mm-hmm. creating a system from that. So it's based off of your birth date mm-hmm. and time. It's an imprint of how your energy works, both how it interacts with other people, as well as how you communicate with the universe and how the universe communicates with you.
0: How, okay. Can you say that again? Yeah. How you, how you
1: communicate with the universe and how the universe communicates with you. So you communicate, um, to the universe through, mm-hmm. uh, respond or through your, um, strategy. So that's for manifestors. It's initiating, you're communicating, mm-hmm. saying, um, you initiate and you go after something. It's communicating to the universe that this is what you want. Uh, For generators and manifesting generators, it's responding. So you're responding to everything, by the way, in the world. You're responding to energy. You're responding to people's words, actions, all of it. You're responding in every single moment. So you're using your gut to go yes or no to things. And with that, you're saying yes to this and no to that. And that's telling the universe more of what you want. For projectors, it's invitation. So you're waiting an invitation to give your energy to people. You don't have to wait to like write a post or anything like that, but you need to wait to give your energy to another person. So to coach someone, to help them, they need to say, Hey, I want your help, right? The invitation. Um, The reflectors need to wait 30 days, a lunar cycle, because they don't have any definition or any defined centers in their chart, which means they need to kind of work through the energy in a cycle of 28 days to really understand what it is. That's correct for them. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then, um, the, the universe communicates with you through your authority. So that's the way you make decisions. So the universe can respond or back to you with like your intuitive hits. This is where like in um, splenic intuitive knowing comes from the sacral gut. Yes or no. Um, There's an emotional wave there's um, G center and there is head. Like there's multiple ones and different ways for you to tap into that intuition.
0: Mm -hmm. depending on who you are. (laughs) Okay. So there's ways you're communicating with the universe, which is the Mm -hmm. first stuff you talked about. The ways the universe is communicating with you. So that's like the download. Yeah. Basically what we were talking about. Yeah. It's how the universe is communicating with you and how you're receiving that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How
1: you're receiving it. Yeah. And how it's going to, every person's a little bit different.
0: Yeah. When you say how we are communicating with the universe, does that just mean, um, does that mean people too, or does that mean just like the universe? And I, I, I don't know. I, does that make sense? Am I asking that? Correctly? Um, like, or is people different? Like how I would communicate with someone else? Yeah, how I communicate with people. Versus oh. they communicate
1: well, with I think. Me. I mean, we're all communicating with each other all the time, right? So, like, yes. this is a very sacral conversation um, manifesting generators and generators respond. So having a conversation back and forth is really helpful because mm-hmm. it gives us something to, to bounce off of. Right.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, and even projectors too, because they're looking for an invitation. So somebody that interviews the projector, it'd be lots of questions asking them how they work through things. How do they see things? Right. Um, mm-hmm. that is their invitation then to share what they know. Um, manifestor is more it would be questions like what do you see and like what is this um allowing them to go where they want to go and follow their own guidance right um does that make sense
0: yes yes okay uh, this is very it can be very complex
1: yes it is complex but uh i think when you start to understand how the whole system works together, then you're like, oh, well, this relates to this and this relates to that. And it's an experiment. Don't take anything that anyone says, especially in social media, in like these little sound bites as gospel. It's not, it's your experiment, your experience with this system, right? And how does your intuition talk to you? How do you relate back and forth to it? Um, How does it show up in your life? And play with it. That's the whole point. It's an experiment.
0: (laughs) So if there's things that you find are not working for you or ways in which you've been doing things before and and you feel like you're continually coming up against a block, then it's like, okay, well experiment with a different way until you sense that that is how, what works for you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've been finding lately for me, and this is where I think a lot of my, um, Where that pressure was coming from, like Mm -hmm. just our feeling of overwhelm, yeah, was when there were too many voices, yep, and I was listening to too many of them. I would get, I would feel overwhelmed, not confused, maybe, but overwhelmed with the amount of options, even if a lot of the options sounded very similar. Yeah, (laughs) it was like okay, this option, but this way, Mm -hmm. this option, but this way. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I was like, oh, there's too many things. What should I do? And I was neglecting to really tap into my own intuition and go, what is right for me? Like I was always externally looking for someone else to have the answer. Yes.
1: Oh my gosh. That's like indicative of being on the end of that dock and having one foot in and one foot out because Mm -hmm. you're looking for someone to make that decision for you. And say that okay, it's safe to get in the boat, or it's not safe, right? You're in. You can't see what's possible, or even like where you need to go, because there's there's so much noise around you,
0: right? Mm -hmm. So so tapping in then, Mm -hmm. if I if I so what I ended up doing Mm -hmm. with that, you know, particular scenario is, I was like, okay, I can't listen to all these voices. I have to like say no, I have to say no, in order to really hear myself. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think I was getting confused then, like, is this me? Is this them? Mm -hmm. And then, because, you know, when we talked, um, having um, the open head, head, I would get into the overthinking Mm -hmm. part of it, which would then I would do nothing. Mm -hmm. So um, learning to tap in... To myself, to my own intuition, so that I can take action on that or do things in that space. Yeah. Um, Even if it seems a bit messy, Mm -hmm. which it does seem a bit messy, to be honest. But yeah, it all very is that, is Mm -hmm. that, yeah, like kind of like, am I on the right path? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. You got to tap in, and it's trusting your own intuition will guide you. And I think this is the biggest piece that we're, I feel like most people are starting to understand that we have intuition, that we need to trust it. Mm -hmm. Right. But we're still all a little bit in this ground of, I'm not sure I do trust it with everything. Like I trust it in this area of my life, but I don't trust it in this area of my life. And Mm. it's, it's another experience for you to go in and and (laughs) trust it in that area of your life. Right. And the only way you learn to trust it is by listening to it, doing the thing and then going, Oh, it worked. (laughs) Yeah. Or not listening to it and going, shit, it didn't work.
0: (laughs) You know, when I think about that, like in just a very practical sense, just to like bring it down for people who are like, what? the hell are these girls talking about? (laughs) I mean, I'm sure there's probably people who could explain this or listening to this, but there may be somebody who's not. But in a very practical sense, I remember when I used to be uh, a pastor at a church and I did music. And so for me, it was really interesting that when I would do on a Sunday morning or whenever I would uh, lead a song service and I would be doing the music and I was really in tune with um, when the pastor would come on stage and knowing and the verbal nonverbal cues mm-hmm. of what was happening mm-hmm. and I was in charge of leading the band and also leading vocally so I had to watch the nonverbal cues of whoever and it was always a different person yeah there's always other things happening. I always had to be listening to the music also, and listening to like what's happening in the moment yep. and where we are, even spiritually. Yeah. And people would be amazed and they would talk to me later and say, how do you do that? Like, yeah. how are you doing so many things at one time? Mm-hmm. And it feels seamless. Like I never second guessed, am I doing this right? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I'd be playing the piano or I'd be doing whatever I was doing. And I'm like, I'm I'm just, there's the sense of in, intuition and I never second guessed it. But When it comes to stuff in business, I'm second guessing things left, right and center. <laughs> and, and here I look at this like place in my life where everything felt really natural. Yeah. And very in tune. Mm-hmm. And it's not like I didn't get things wrong. I got things wrong for sure. Yeah. But, but in the same way, like I, is it a lot of it is is like you said is like like learning, getting it wrong, tapping in. Yeah. And, and then knowing that feeling, of what it feels like when it when you are in alignment. Yeah
1: no one can tell you what that feels like. We can kind of tell like, We can say from our experience, right? But mm-hmm. we can't tell you what your experience is. And I can guarantee you that when you were in doing that musical thing, you were present in the moment you were like zeroed in. There was nothing else on your mind. You were present hundred percent right there yeah. in the now. That's when we can tap into our intuition. The second we start overwhelmed thinking about the future overwhelmed with the past in our emotions. And Mm -hmm. I mean, we can talk about the emotional wave for those people that have that as their decision-making, but when you are in a ton of emotion, you it's really hard to hear intuition. It's really hard to be in flow because you're just, you're human. You're being in a human, having a human experience right now.
0: (laughs) Okay. So, can we talk about that for just a second? So, a lot of things going on in the past couple of years, obviously. We all know what they are. Yep. Just more recently, the war. All of it. Yes. Russia. Yes. And and Ukraine. Yes. Russia invading Ukraine. Yes. Many, many, many emotions. Yeah. So many things energetically happening. If a person feels influenced by a, something happening, a crisis in the world, or is that a place where they maybe need to stop and go, okay, like they need to like settle their nervous system and their emotions and make their decision outside of that? Yes,
1: absolutely. Like, okay. We can't make the best decisions for us when we are in fight or flight. And when you are reacting to the world, you're in fight or flight. So Mm. we need to process, don't stuff things away and say that you're not upset about something when you clearly are right. That's not healthy either. So, I mean, process the emotion, get sad, get mad, go through it. And then once you're calm, then go, okay, what is there for me to do? What can I change in the moment right now? And that's Mm -hmm. when you get intuitive hits. That's when you're, and truly that's the action that is going to have the most impact as you yeah. process, you dealt with it. And now you're ready to go. Now you're like, let's, let's make something happen. Let's make some change mm-hmm. happen. Um, and I think people that are, we all experience emotions differently too. So if you're defined in your solar plexus, then you're experiencing a very consistent wave. It happens very much the same every time where if you're mm-hmm. undefined, you're not experiencing emotions the same at all. You're very much influenced by those around you and you can be easily overwhelmed with those emotions. You're taking them in and you're amplifying them back. Think of, um, I see it with my kids all the time. My son is defined emotionally. He has a very consistent, like he gets pissed. He holds on to it for a certain amount of time and then lets it go and everything's fine. And then yeah. 30 minutes later you'll see my undefined daughter lose her shit and you're like why she took all of his crap that he was going through on herself and was like I don't know what to do with this but and freaks out and loses her mind
0: okay am I undefined or am I defined do you remember oh
1: shoot I was gonna pull yours up I am going to go do that right now
0: that I mean that makes a lot of sense because I've often wondered and talked to people about, like, you know, I always say, like, I'm empathic, Mm -hmm. but that makes, that really uh, makes a lot more sense, because I see in my, some of my family members how, like, they can get upset with something and then move on, like, they're done, whereas, like, I may not do anything and seem fine, but then it is, I'm internalizing it like crazy.
1: Mm -hmm. I think, no, you're defined because we talked about this. You, I think so. Let me double check, but I think you're defined. Um, But that's not to say that you can't be empathic to other people's emotions at all. Like I think that's okay. there's some misinformation out there. <laughs> the word misinformation. Uh, um, <laughs> Oh wait, no, you are <laughs> undefined. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You're a sacral. Yes. Okay. I was thinking of someone else. Um, So you're undefined. Yeah. You're taking in the emotions of those around you. It can be environmental too. Like you can watch the world, um, the war thing happening and taking all that in. And I know that if I sit in that for too long or read too many stories, like I can't Mm. function. It's debilitating.
0: I'm undefined.
1: Um, I have to be really careful. Like I can read a story or two, I can pull it in and like, but immediately have to go, okay, I this is not um my emotion. I can feel it, but it is not mine. Um yeah. it's I found it's easier, I can do that a lot easier now with world events. I'm not as reactive to world events. Um the last few year's has given me lots of opportunities <laughs> to work through that. To,
0: to, to work this out, yeah. <laughs> to work
1: it out. Um yeah. but with people around me, like my husband or my kids, it's a lot harder because they're you're in it, right. It's right there in your reality. And to separate is a lot harder. Um, so my husband is a emotional projector and we were looking for a house last year and we would, I would get caught up in this like frenzy of like, Oh my gosh, we have to find a house and we're being outbid and it's like crazy market. Um, and I had to separate that. And then on top of that then he would have his own emotional response to all of it. And I would feel his emotional response. And every time that I am deeply emotional or in it, experiencing either the collective, his emotion, whatever, I cannot hear my sacral to save my life. Like it's not there. It's dead in the water. There is no yes or no. It's just,
0: ah, you're out there like flailing around on your own. (laughs) So, so how did you learn to deal with that and what did you do to, to, to I processed it and
1: then, um, try to only make decisions when I was not in my emotions and try to go, is this truly, and really asking, I asked so much for guidance, so much guidance, um, when we were in it, in it, um, Mm -hmm. because I didn't, I, I couldn't with the way the market was, how many offers we had in. I was just like, just give us the house that we need right now. Just give us the house that we need right now. And I trust that this is all going to work out. And we got a house.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Yeah. You know, it's so funny with the, with this, you know, what's going on right now currently. Um, I haven't been watching the news, but I did watch the news for a couple of days. Yeah. So, I found there was one particular night I woke up around four in the morning and I had the most anxiety I've had in years. I used to suffer mm. with anxiety in the middle of the night, and I haven't, but I had lots of anxiety. Yeah, and I was e- questioning everything in my life. Yeah. Oh yeah, like I yeah. mean, you name it, I was questioning it. Like I'm, we're going we're done. I'm, I'm pulling the plug on everything. Like I was like, <laughs> and I remember I got up. Went to the bathroom, got a drink, and I said, "Andrea, it's the middle of the night. You're hot. I was hot also. You're anxious. You're feeling anxious. You watched the news. Yeah. Go back to sleep, and tomorrow, sort this out. Yeah. And I, you know, because I realized that a lot of the things that you know, the stressors or overwhelm, are things that we find ourselves in." when we take something on energetically mm-hmm. then all of a sudden we think that we're making every decision out of that place but I had to recognize yeah this is really about something very different yeah that I'm yeah. emotionally processing mm-hmm. and I don't want to connect my business or what I'm doing yeah with this yeah. I need to like And I thought, you know, like as a, like when I think about who I am out of integrity, I know that I'm the type of person that I do need to know what's going on in the world. Mm -hmm. I am very compassionate. I do want, I am justice oriented. There are things about me, but in the same way, I can't stay in that space. I have to process through so that I can then continue to do the things that light me up. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And we're no good yeah, to anyone yeah. if we're stuck in anxiety, depression, and and chaos. Yeah. We're no good yes. to anyone.
0: No, that's so true. Right? Yeah. That
1: we can't affect change. We can't, because we can't see beyond our own limited mind. And we have yeah. to process the emotion and get present to be able to trust and know what the right next step is.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is so, so good. Okay. so to kind of bring it back around yeah we've talked about a lot of things we have <laughs> it was a very it's like so wow fun. that
1: was the conversation i wasn't expecting <laughs>
0: <laughs> love it you talk to me more and you'll realize it happens more than you think <laughs> um no but i i think that it's important for for entrepreneurs for coaches creatives anybody that is really sharing their gift their story with the world to do understand, because I think there is there can be a lot of frustration in this way of wondering why am I not attracting what I want yeah. in my life. Yeah. Um, you know, I work a lot with, you know, people on their mindset around what they believe to be true mm-hmm. and the stories and the narratives and stuff like that. And but understanding, okay, once you are reframing those and you are kind of putting yourself in a position to um you know have those mindsets reframed mm-hmm. and you're in a place to share what it is that you have to offer the world then being in alignment with you know what you're putting out there with your copy with your messaging yeah how you operate out of your human design is i think really really important yeah um so i thank you for for sharing yeah. your wisdom and your knowledge how can people Uh, find you and, and and connect with you. Yeah. So you can, my website
1: is rachelweaver.com and it's, I have an extra A in my name, Um, R-E-C-H-A-E-L. Aligned Copy Posse is the Facebook group that you can come join. Um, And I am Rachel Weaver on Instagram.
0: Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much, Rachel, for, for being here, for uh, just connecting with me and for sharing so much wisdom today. Thank you so much, Andrea. It's been a pleasure. Okay, so I hope you totally took notes. If you didn't, you may want to go back and listen to the episode again just to hear all of the amazing nuggets that Rachel shared. In fact, that's exactly what I did. After I recorded it, I went back, I took some notes, I thought about what is it that I want to start implementing into my own business? And I would totally encourage you to jump on a call with Rachel. She will do a free assessment with you based on your human design and it is going to completely blow your mind. So thank you, Rachel, for being on the show today. All of her links will be in the show notes so that you can connect with her. And friends, I would love to connect with you as well. So make sure you follow me over on Instagram at, at Andrea Crisp Coach. And if you want to receive some amazing journal prompts, meditations directly into your inbox every week, then I want to encourage you to join my community text list. You can do so by texting the word courage to 647-424-2429. All right, friend, love you so much. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Until next time, remember you have everything you need to live bravely.